tremendous testament to uh, to the coaches and the players, uh, especially uh, everyone, everyone coming uh, together and uh, a great and glorious victory for Michigan. Um, you know, I have this other saying you're probably pretty familiar with. I, I use it mostly, um, really exclusively with, you know, just the team or uh, or my family. And it's, you know, who's got it better than us? And uh, proper response is nobody. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Sorry about that. As we things off here on a Monday, Harbaugh in a pretty good mood down there at Schembechler Hall, even though it's uh, it's cold outside. We're joined, as always, on Monday by former Wolverine Jim Scarcelli. Scar, how are you? I just love hearing uh, Jim with that, uh, who's got it better than us? I've heard that many times, and uh, and everybody's happy, And he, but you can't be too cocky, Denny. Don't don't be eating that rat poison. I know the the the, the Iowa's ten and two, man. I know they don't score a lot of points, but that defense is rock solid. So we we got to we got to uh, regroup, get back down to reality, uh, enjoy that victory for a little bit, and uh, and get ready to go to Indy and play a tough defensive football team in the Hawkeyes. It doesn't surprise me that you're coaching. Yeah, as long as, uh, as for as long as you spent coaching, you're over here, you know, coaching here on this Monday. Well, we are going to talk about that Big Ten title game coming up on Saturday night in Indianapolis. We are also, we are pleased to have another edition, and it's not the last edition uh, this year, of Coach Scar's film analysis. Very popular, entertaining, and informative, but we will look back on Saturday, six-point win at the Big House, Michigan 30, and Ohio State 24. Scar, three in a row. One of the greatest wins all time in Michigan history. What are you thinking about today after everything that went down on Saturday? That we did all the things that we really said we had to do. Players played great, made plays. Guys got to make plays. Our technique was great. We played smart, uh, very few mental mistakes. Um, you know, we did it with high school guys that we recruited out of high school. We did it with transfers, Denny. Got a bunch of guys that were key, key players, the tight end, couple tackles, our center, edge player, DT Good uh, is, a, is a transfer, a linebacker transfer, you know, a kicker. What outstanding, you know, that's talented kids that we got from different places. But our coaches, Danny, we had great stuff. They did, they, uh, they, we had good scheme. We had just enough uh, little tweaks. But, we, you know, we had our foundational stuff. And um, it, let's not forget, you know, Danny, I, I got to bring this up because you say, well, how do you go 12-0? and 0? How do you beat Ohio State? You know, Jim got beat up over his views about NIL. What the hell has NIL got to do with things? Well, I think it's got a lot to do with things. Old big money Jimbo down there, he's looking for a job. He was spending more money on high school kids. Jim Harbaugh had a plan. Our NIL plan, you know, did, is, it, is it why Corum came back? Is it why we're able to get some of these good transfers, the kid from Stanford? So Jim's plan is good, and, and that's all about leadership, man. And we'll never forget our strength coach in the role there, but – 
But then, yeah, the kicking game, secure the ball, the crowd, all those things I talked about uh, last week, man, and, you know, and, and execute. And, um, and J.J., we said our quarterback has to outplay their guy, and he did. He outplayed their guy. He, he did it with his feet. Uh, zero turnovers. You kidding me? Great job by our quarterbacks. Anybody that handled handled the football. And, you know, we ran our foundational stuff still with a little bit of tweaks, a few new, new things for these guys. And, and I had for our defense. Here's what I had for our defense. Adjust. Be gap sound. We adjusted. They had they did some things that we don't see in the film. And Ryan Day is, again, I, I think he's a pretty smart guy. He makes things difficult. He found some things. Uh, in our, in our, he found some flaws. He made things difficult for us, but we were, we were sound for the most part. And uh, we did some things to confuse him. Look what Harrison, look what Harrison said. He gave us the ultimate compliment. Then he, this is what I had for last week about our plan against Harris. This was my, my plan. If I'm coaching Michigan, I said, we got to confuse and frustrate Harrison. Okay. We got to keep him off balance, keep him and McCourt off balance. And, and and we did that, and and he he gave our defense uh, he gave us a compliment. He said he's never seen nothing like that. And, and and you know, and obviously Minter, great defensive mind, just like me, we think alike. <laughs> I don't want to stroke myself there, Denny, but I, that's exactly what Minter did, man. You know, let's let's get this guy frustrated. Let's not know where and what kind of coverage we're giving. We're bringing him to him. Yeah, they did a good job on. Harrison, you know, he, he, he got a few, but he wasn't the, the game breaker. They also did a pretty good job on Travion Henderson, who's an excellent player in his own right. Got a little bit nicked up late, but didn't have a run for over 12 yards. That's a pretty big deal when it comes down to it. Man, you can go up and down that roster, up and down that coaching staff, and all the different things that you said from the fans and everything else. It's just a it's a Monday to uh, I'll just tip my cap to everybody, Michigan, you know, to go out there and and win the game under the circumstances that they had to win it. Really, uh, really impressive. I, you know, one for the ages. I'm still sitting here. I was uh, a, a little bit not lost for words, but you know, it's just a little bit going through it. Um, you know, a little bit amazed about uh, you know how M- Michigan was able to get to the finish line. With uh, without their head coach and and, and uh, the injuries that they they had during the game, a, a uncertainty about JJ McCarthy, and you know here they are on this Monday going back to back twelve and zero regular seasons, beating Ohio State again three times in a row. I mean, you we just go on and on and on. I like it, Scar. Keep going, Danny. We beat a very talented football team, man. I mean, these guys are. You know, you watch the film of these guys. God, they they just rotate eight dudes in on that on that on that defensive line that are four or five star studs, big strong dudes, man. Linebackers, you know, and, and good players, man. Their offensive line was huge and tough, and and um, you know, tight ends and and and, and it's just it's just the, the 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 difference is so small, and it was a combination of all those little things, man. Coaching and technique. And, and being creative, you know, and, and you know, I, our creativity was outstanding, you know, using Donovan to throw the football. Those things mattered, man. And, but, the, you know, the bottom line is you, you can't turn the ball over. And that's the greatest thing our offense did. They didn't put our, you know, they didn't put our defense in bad, in a bad position. 
You know, Ohio State is good on offense. They drove it on us. Sometimes they went through us like nothing. You know, running it, throwing some of those drives were, were was you know was unbelievable. But they had to go the whole way, and our de- our offense was was great with that. Now, and we created the one turnover, which was a factor. You know, and, and our again, our guy makes a kick, their guy doesn't. We make a fifty yarder, they miss. Uh, so it was just a it's just a real close game, man. And, um, yeah, you know, they, they got the two turnovers, the one at the beginning from Will Johnson and then the one to seal it at the end from Rod Moore. You know, listening to you talk, I, I agree, you know, about the creativity. They had a lot of, like, what, what you would say, new age football. And, you know, I would point to going for it on fourth down three times and being successful. And then they also had, like, some of the old, you know, standbys that, you know, Michigan, you know, uh, goes by and that is running the football and knowing your identity. And they did that down on the first fourth and one when everybody that was watching was like, all right, this one's for sure going to Blake Corum. And sure enough, it did. And almost every time, except once when they peeled off and they, they threw it to Colston Loveland uh, and were able to uh, convert big time. They're at the end of the game. I mean, they're at the end of the game. There's a lot of coaches and analytics and everything else that you don't want to run this ball up the middle or, you you know, and I know you said maybe they're doing it for uh, to uh, spot the ball in the middle of the field. You might be right. But, uh, you know, they were, they were also playing to their defense. You know, they're like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll kick this field goal and we'll get a stop on defense. And that's what they were able to do. And, you know, there's a lot of people, you watch a lot of football now, you say, absolutely, you don't want to do that. I think about the, uh, you know, the Lions uh, against the Chargers a couple of weeks ago when they are like, we are going for it, you know, here down instead of kicking some field goal. Of course, it was a tie game, you know, situation there. But, uh, you know, it, it worked out for them. That, that yeah. blend of creativity, old school, new school, all of that, new coach, no coach, uh, all of it. Yeah, because um... – yeah, that uh, that fourth that fourth down was. I mean, we made it by inches. The first one, where you know, Corum timed it up his jump. We'll look at that on film, and you know, he we made it by inches. And then we get the same situation, and we got the we got the uh, the wisdom and the and the and the courage to you know dump it out to our tight end and and, there, and, and Denny. Those things, those are, that's what I'm talking about. When I hear these offensive linemen always say, "Oh, we got to knock them off the ball." We got to, if you can't make a yard, you you know, BS. Your play caller still has to put the defense in conflict occasionally because that makes the defense honor some of that, that past stuff. Something that bugged me. I mean, uh, you know, Roman Wilson, you, you, you know, you make the comment about these guys, you know, not being tough. I, I tell you what, did, did Roman block any of those linebackers over there? Cause I did I, every linebacker I saw for Ohio state was tough. All them defensive linemen were tough. Them offensive linemen were – the front seven players for Ohio State were tough. Their safeties were tough. Maybe – listen, they play some corner covers, okay, you know, guys that don't really tackle so much. I wish he would have been specific as to which player he thought was soft, wearing the Gucci or whatever he was talking about. I, I just didn't like hearing that. If, but, if you watch, uh, you know, Harrison, some of those before the games, he looks like he's got that uh, – you know, he's dressed to the uh, – Whatever the nine, he's got that Louis V bag that he. Oh well, he's a pretty damn good player, but I thought they were a tough, tough football team, and uh, and, and you know they were physical, man. And Denny, 
Yeah, it it happens, Scar. You know, now when guys are uh, are have played their last game, they'll go back and they'll take shots at the other team. I don't really like that either. Like, you know, I think I'm a little bit old school. I don't like plant the flag, you know, at, at the at, at midfield and you know all of that kind of stuff. But there there is the narrative, and you know, we have said it, and there's plenty of fans uh, over the last two years, not so much on Saturday, but the last two years, if you were given one reason why Michigan prevailed in those games, which is, you know, it's kind of stupid because there's so many things that go on in football, but, but toughness, Michigan's toughness was the thing that was put out there. And you remember after the first year, because Ryan Day, you know, heard it in an all off season, he's like, we're going to be tough. And then last year, Michigan did it to him again. And they did do it to him talking about the, the physicality and, and running the ball. Michigan ended up running the ball more. And for what was it, 22, 23 times now in a row, the team that runs the ball better, you say the tougher team wins the game. But when Ohio State tied the game up at 17, they ran it straight at Michigan right down their throat. You know, they showed that they they had learned a little bit about. Yeah, uh, well, they, yeah they worked on a run game. Hey, Denny, I, I tell you, when I look at this game, I think our defense was good, good enough to win. Kicking game was better than their kicking game. But our offense really had a good game, man. When I look at our offense, we put the most points against that defense all year. So our offense was, you know, I, I'd love to play defense with that kind of an offense that secures the ball and can put some drives together and, and, and do what they did against that defense. Our coaching staff, offensive guys did great. JJ and our running backs and, our, and Michael Hard. Anybody that touched the football was key because I played in that game where you, they turned we turned the ball over in bad position. And it's tough. Yeah. And, you know, in a game like this, you get to come down there, you you get where it is a, uh, you know, it's a, a one score game and, you know, 17, 17, Michigan able to uh, make a play, but you know, Ohio state was coming back. You're going to be able to come back and make big plays in the fourth quarter. Obviously Michigan was able to do that. Uh, they really were. So uh, that's why I go back and, and give them a, a tip of the cap again uh, for that game. They made the big play at the end, being able to get that interception with uh, with Rod Moore. Didn't didn't want to see any uh, passes going into the end zone to Marvin Harrison. No, no, not there, at all. You know, with under thirty seconds to go and a chance, uh, you know, for Ohio State to to win the game with a touchdown. But you know, Michigan. They uh, they relied on their defense and the and the defensive. There, there was you know they always talk about complimentary football. Uh, you know Michigan had the offense and then the the special teams was fabulous and then in the end you know they needed their defense to get a stop and they did it. So yeah, it was total team. Every guy on that sideline was a factor. You know as a coach, the, the you know you always talk about every man matters in the demonstration squads. You know who was Harrison in practice. You know, who, who were who was the tight end in practice? Those matter. You got to have the guy to give your defense the right look, you know, and who's there, you know, those things matter. Danny, I wanted to get into some other things going on in the Big Ten. How about the new coach at uh, Michigan State? I got some thoughts real quick. You know what this guy reminds me of? He's, he's a lot like Jim Harbaugh. He's a lot like Jim Harbaugh, former quarterback. I always liked coaching against quarterbacks, guys that played quarterbacks, because usually them guys just want to throw it all the time, and they're not good coaches. This guy's like Harbaugh, though. He was a good quarterback. He was a walk-on. 
but he wants to run the football and his team, teams play physical. I was hoping they would hire some hot shot offensive coordinator from, you know, like uh, Mississippi State hired the, the guy that was at Oklahoma, but Michigan State, I think, hired a pretty good coach. They're going to be physical. He's bringing most of his staff with them. Um, you know, and it, it's it's a physical team, man. So they'll be able to they'll be he, they'll be able to match up with us in terms of you know philosophy. Like, you know, he's he'll help his defense based on on, on what they want to do. So uh, that's that. Any any thoughts on that? Yeah, I'll be interested to see. I mean, like uh, there's a lot of people that have had some experience with uh, Smith. It, it's hard not to get away and, you know, uh, look at the last John Smith that they had, John L. Smith, and you know, and, and see this guy. But uh, I wonder, he had such success recruiting, you know, being up there in the great Northwest uh, Polynesian football players. And if he's going to be able to continue that pipeline in the East Lance, I mean, that's one of his uh, – things that he's been able to hang his hat on that pipeline. So that's one of the things I'll be interested well, Michigan state has a history though, too, there with the appeasers and the, they've, they've had a, a history of that too. Danny, some other things going on. We got chaos in Columbus. We got Maurice Claret speaking off, speaking out. You heard what he said? Fire, fire Ryan day, my man, Maurice. That's what we want to hear. We want guys like you creating more chaos in Columbus. Okay. We had it. With Brian Greasy a few years back, we had it with Amani Toomer and Braylon Edwards. Uh, that kind of stuff is exactly what we want going on in Columbus, where they are attacking each other and uh, and creating because pro- that stuff affects recruiting. Listen, I, I get it. I'm a I'm a for- former player. I just mentioned Greasy and Braylon and those guys. I get it. I, I would just call the dang guy myself or see him. Uh, you know, if I, I, I get it. We, we've been down that road. But it does affect recruiting, Denny, when you got former players speaking out. And it, it creates more chaos, and it does not help recruiting. Yeah, I always like former players, anyone. I like them to be honest. You're not going to find many people that really like Maurice Claret uh, that are Ann Arbor fans. But what I've seen from him over the last three or four months, he's just been honest about what he thinks about sign stealing he wasn't necessarily just you know it, it it's weird because you know you get 100 michigan players you get 100 uh, ohio state players you ask about you know advanced scouting it seems like all 100 michigan fan all 100 michigan players are all just going to be lining you know uh getting you know behind michigan and then the other side with ohio state that's not what marley Claret maurice claret has done he's been like look i know they're not going to let me into the woody hayes thing but this was my opinion he didn't think it was all that big of a deal Okay. About I love him. You know, we love him, Danny. Well, no, uh, what I'm saying is uh, get, rid of, get rid of the pom-poms and everything, Scar. And, you know, if and you think about Brian Greasy, I'm glad that he spoke up. You know what? There was a time. There were a lot of people that agreed with Brian Greasy and thought that there was time for a change. And, you know, he was using his platform. So I applaud Greasy for doing that. You know, he ended up like anybody else that wanted Harbaugh at that point gone. But you know what? It was not a slam dunk like everybody. Oh, let's bring him back. Let's bring him back. You know, there there was a room there for some dissenting opinion. So, you know, not everybody always needs to toe the company line. I appreciate honesty. I hear you. You got Tom Allen finally out at Illinois. I think he had the toughest job in football. The Houston job is open. Texas A&M got the uh, the Duke coach. I'm glad he didn't go to East Lansing. That was the one guy I did not want to go to East Lansing. New Mexico job is open. How about Rich Rod doing a great job at Jacksonville State? He might get a, a job, Denny. He might get a job at one of these uh, one of these places because he had a great year. 
Louisiana Monroe, Terry Bowden got canned. Um, the Duke job will be open. I wonder if Sharon Moore, you know, like a Duke, that, that you know, someone might call him for something like that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, if would I take the Duke job if I was Sharon Moore? I might want to wait around for a year or two, you know. His name is not hot, that's for sure, but it might be hot enough to just take over for Michigan, you know. Yeah. When, when yeah. they're ready to, you know. Uh, I, I would I would hold tight if I was uh, Sharon Moore. Danny, I just want to I I just want to I got to bring this garbage up because it's going to be out there still, and people are talking. This is my view. The big you know the big TA the Big Ten NCAA you know this gym set suspension and where the the spy stuff stand. I I believe this. I believe it's over, and it's going to be a it's going to be something that's going to be pushed by our enemy. Okay, just like they got chaos in Columbus. I think our enemy is going to want to keep pushing this stuff like it's still out there. And it's going to come from Columbus mainly. So it hurts our recruiting. They want to keep trying to attack Michigan, say that, you know, oh, there's more punishment coming. There's more of this stuff down the line. Um, you know, I think that that stuff is, uh, is just going to be propaganda coming from our enemy. That's what I believe. Well, there definitely will be propaganda coming from the enemy. But the one thing is, is that I'm not ready to just go ahead and, you know, act like uh, because, uh, you know, two weeks ago, you know, here we are. It was, uh, you know, a couple of days before the Michigan State game. I got to, you know, see the Connor Stallions uh, story. Then, you know, I got to go for a couple of days uh, before the Purdue game and, you know, Stallions resigns and then. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, prior to the Penn state game we're, we're uh, you know, you can't get a temporary restraining order. Then, you know, the next week you think, okay, now then Partridge is fired. And then, you know, every week there's been something here. So anybody lining up and saying like, Oh, Michigan's in the clear. It's all about everybody else using propaganda. We don't know. Like we really don't know. So for the Michigan side, Hey, what we do know is that Harbaugh is back and they get to have their coach on the sideline coming up Saturday, and they get to play for the Big Ten Championship, and after that, they get to play in the college football playoff. Anybody talking about anything beyond that? You know, sure. Uh, former Michigan players like uh, you and Desmond Howard, they're going to stand up, and they're going to stand behind their coach, but you don't really know what's going on there, just like as much as the people on the other side with the propaganda acting like this thing is going down. Hey, I'm going to take a step back and just look at it all as entertainment right now and wait to the offseason. I do think that uh, there has been a uh, mountain out of a molehill. And I do think that they will, uh, it, 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 uh, if it's going to play out, uh, it likely in the off season that it could just go away, but I'm not 100% sure about that scar. That's the thing, you know, so I, I get it, but that's way in on both sides, but you know, I always hear everybody, I'm going to wait for all the evidence Well, we don't have all the evidence. So weigh in, but just make sure that let's just, you know, you want to talk about it, but, you know, let's wait till the off season and, and see what's next. Yeah, just Danny, couple thoughts quickly about the college playoff, real quick. Hey, listen, we're gonna we got to win out. Okay, then we're in. We want. I think we want Georgia to win. We want Georgia to be one. We want to be two. I want Washington to win. I'll play Washington tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll play Washington. Okay, I want I want I want Michigan versus Washington. I want Florida State to win. We want Florida State to win. We want them at four, and then it's over. That's the best scenario, I think, for Michigan. I don't want Texas in there. 
Texas is a good football team. Okay. I don't want Alabama. If Alabama beats Georgia, they're going to be in and Georgia will be in. And I don't, their defenses are good. I'd rather not play either of those defenses if I have to. I'd rather go against Florida State, Washington, and I, I don't want to deal with Texas. I don't want to deal with Texas. I don't want to deal with, Ohio, you know, Ohio State again either. But uh, the, the best thing, in my opinion, for Michigan is Washington and Florida State. Yeah, I agree with that. Michigan would run all over Washington, and they got the defensive backs that they could hang in there. Uh, but number one, I would want to play Florida State. No, without their quarterback, that would be the one. So, yeah, uh, that's it. But you know, having said that, uh, the the Rose Bowl, Michigan against Oregon, you know, I could see that happening. Uh, you know, what a game that would be on on January the first. So, uh, you, you can't control that. But sure, I mean, if you you'll be rooting for Washington, and then uh, obviously you want Florida State. You know, to yeah. get up there and win through, but they get easily. Oregon's a big fat favorite in that game against Washington. Yeah. So, uh, most people think that the Ducks, myself included, are going to win that ball game. Yeah. So we'll see. Denny, Iowa, real quick on Iowa. Okay, don't don't buy the point spread. Uh, that's poison. Um, they're really good on defense. We struggled moving the ball against them last year, uh, two years ago. Until we start, we, we hit them with uh, the halfback pass, Donovan throwing it, and then we got them on an on a RPO. J, uh, J.J. was in the game, but we had a rough time moving the ball. This is a 10-2 team. They're physical. Uh, their, their scheme offensively is unique. They're, they're the only team in the Big Ten that runs the stuff they run. They're going to have the best block and tight ends that we've seen. Um you know, so schematically, it's something different. We'll be in our base a lot. We'll have a lot of three defensive linemen in the game, I think, against this team. Now, they lost McNamara. The quarterback has probably started maybe eight or nine games. He's a big kid. He's not very mobile. He's a big, strong kid. Uh, you know, he, he's a straight drop guy. So, you know, he's not going to run around and, and do a lot of things with his legs. They, they You know, they're going to run the zone, zone play. And uh, and do a good job with that inside outside zone and the boot pass off that those are the two best things they do, you know you got Kate McNamara and all's over there Denny they know they know our our defensive communication uh, maybe some of the language we use on the field in terms of how we communicate with each other, you know some of those things we we have to, our coaches have to think about, uh, and we got guys banged up man I think McGregor's banged up I think. Uh, uh, I think obviously uh, Will Johnson is banged up. I think Michael Barrett's a little banged up, you know, and, and uh, you know, we, we got, anyway, defensively they're, they're, they're good. They're going to play a lot of zone Denny. And that's why they have all the interceptions. You don't fool them uh, very often. They play physical, they play great technique and uh, we got to get ready to go, man. That's, that's it. Well, just like Kate McNamara, Eric All is uh, out, so they you know they will be coaches or informants on the sidelines, like you mentioned there. No update on Will Johnson today from the uh, football staff. Sharon Moore was asked specifically about Will Johnson. Uh, Jim Harbaugh did mention Braden McGregor and how he was fighting through things uh, there. Obviously, no Zach Center. It, it sounded like, even though things can change that they will go with the offensive line that was at the end of the Ohio State game instead of uh, shuffling anything around. That would be Barnhart in there for Zach Center and then Trente Jones, who had a fabulous game for Michigan 
coming up at um, right tackle. Yeah, he's athletic. He gives us things. He pull, you know, we can run the counter tray with him. He does it probably a little better than Barnhart did. So there's there's advantages. He'll get out quicker uh, on the edge. Uh, you know, Trente has a lot of things he does, maybe a little better than Barnhart, but, you know, we're going to be good there. He started a couple games for Michigan. So, you know, we're not, we're going to be in good shape there. And somebody sent me a picture saying, this is all that matters, Scar. And that's so, it, baby. Got a good look at those. What are those? Yeah, those are, that's what it's all about, man. Those Big Ten championship. Yeah, you, you, you bring them out on, on a recruiting trip for a kid. That matters, Denny. And that's what we're trying to get, man. I'm agreeing with you on that. Yeah. You know, I, the thing with Iowa, you know, 23 points and you're right. You know, you go back to, uh, you know, that last one, uh, that thing was a little bit closer than you thought until Michigan had got rolling a little bit with, uh, with Donovan Edwards. So yeah, we had a hard time running our base stuff. We had to get creative, you know, and then, cause the guy's a good coach, man. And the guys, the team plays smart. Uh, they don't usually get, you know, let the ball outside the defense. They usually don't let you throw it over their head. They do all the fundamental things. Tackle. Yeah. You know, the thing about Michigan right now, if they, sorry, the thing about them right now is that one thing that we know that they have in spades, they have uh, great leadership from the head down. You know, Jim Harbaugh, uh, he understands how to prepare his team for a Big Ten championship game. So does Sharon Moore. It's like they have two head coaches there. Uh, the whole staff, the players, Blake Corum, uh, he's going to be a coach one day. You know, you listen to that guy talk, McCarthy, right down the list, man. You can name about 10 guys. That's why, you know, you, you really like this team. Now that they're in position here, we've been talking about, you know, how much you, you like them all year long and everything else. But getting it done against Ohio State, uh, what you're talking about, rat poison and anything else, this is a very focused team. Uh, from that standpoint, uh, you know, I like them, you know, to, to win this game coming up on Saturday. Uh, they're not going to be looking ahead to the college football playoff or anything like that. Yeah. Hey, let's let's stop that run. We know what we got to do. And we have the personnel and the scheme. This is this is why I love our scheme, Denny, because we can line up against Maryland and, and, and adjust. And now we can line up against Iowa and do the things we need to do to stop Iowa, which are two totally different types of uh, personnel and scheme and type of blocks you're going to get. So our offense prepares our defense for everything we're going to see in the Big Ten. That's why I really like what we do on offense. Scar, before we watch some film here, let's uh, have you answer some questions because there are a few coming in. Sean wants to know how you felt about the orgy package. I think it was great, and we're going to look at some film. That There's a lot of stuff we can run off of that. There's a whole bunch of plays we can run off of the look we gave them. And, and if, man – and if they got the courage to let that kid throw a football, man, then we really got something going with, with that package. Because teams are going to, you know, and I, we're going to see it. You know, he did so well with it. We're going to see it against uh, Iowa. I'll, I'll bet you I'll bet you a hamburger right now, Denny, we're going to see it against. And he did great with it. It gives you a lot of problems because I think we wanted to run that stuff. We probably, if JG was 100% healthy, we probably may not have had used it with him. But. It's good stuff. It gives you. It gives the defense a lot of problems. I wish I had a hamburger right now. You know, I'm going to eat around three o'clock. Right about now is the time that would do it. Uh, Mr. Martini saying, maybe careful what you wish for. He's talking about Penix's mobility would present a nightmare for Michigan. Well, look, Washington is playing Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game, and Oregon is giving them nine and a half points. So. 
most people, you know, Bo Nix is more mobile than Penix. Penix is a pure passer, and he's got two. He's got maybe, besides Marvin Harrison, is it a Dunze? I mean, that guy is a great wide receiver. I mean, he is a first-rounder, and they've got a couple other ones there, too. So, in a real passing game. But the thing Washington really have is defense, and Oregon does. So, Oregon's the more complete team. So, that's why you know, both Scar and I are talking about, you know, you'd rather see Washington. But, you know, Mr. Martini talking about careful what you wish for, Scar. Yeah, no, you answered it pretty good, Danny. Any other questions there? Let's see. Um, Columbus yesterday he had to have his uh, wipers on high because of the tears. Yeah, Mr. Martini saying uh, TCU's quarterback last year with a much better arm. That's what Mr. Martini is. Yeah, but they don't run them. They don't. The TCU stuff was the the quarterback keep stuff that really put Michigan in conflict. Different type of offense. All right, let's see. Yeah, they, you know, I hate to say it, but you're right, Michael. If you're going to have uh, if you're going to have Johnson out, our All American against the Hawkeyes is when you if you have to pick a game. Yeah, let's let's get him healthy and get him squared away. You're you're getting a lot of response on your your burger stuff. Uh, Sean said, "How did you like the wrinkle from Minter on the third and one formation, which allowed Will to jump that?" Hey, look, we we had multiple multiple looks. So for, for us to say, "How do I like the adjustment?" It, 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 you got to. There were many, just like Harrison talked about. It's just like I talked about it last week. We're not going to give them one look. We're going to give them many different looks. They they will not get comfortable trying to figure out what the heck we're doing uh, to defend their pass game. So that's what we did. We had a, a lot of stuff. Any other questions, Danny, you want to get rolling? Let's go. Let's get to the film. All right, Danny, I, I saw us coming out here. There must have been a, a, a logistical problem. You got the band out here. You got the players. Normally, this stuff was all coordinated. But it worked out. But we got stuff going on, Denny. I was sitting, I was sitting back in the day, uh, right up here. Actually, I think you got. Uh, let me get my stuff on here, Denny. We got. Uh, there we go. My Jim's first game as the head coach. I was sitting over in here and I, against the Buckeyes. I saw his his first year against Ohio State, and I was You're sitting right over. 50? Wow. Right over here on the good seats. Yeah, those are great. But, yeah, you know. but anyway, the, the point I'm making is I remember that Zeke Elliott was there just running through us. And I you look down the field and it's like, God, the ten, the ten, we might have had two, three guys that could start for Ohio State's offense, and we might have had two or three that could start for their defense. Okay? You watch that game Saturday, and that's not the case. That's not the case. Jim has recruited – uh, and, and but Ohio State still has great players, but you know we are right there in the front seven. You know they had the best receiver on the field, but we our, our running back was just as good, if not better, than their guy. Our quarterback was better than their guy, so it doesn't happen overnight. And I saw it happen now. You know, and, and Jim has uh, has changed it and, and turned the tide, man. So that's that. Yeah, it's a great point, Scar. You know, you 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 think about Marvin Harrison, just all the great players that they have, but then you go over there and you start going, uh, Corum and Donovan Edwards, and then the uh, the player that Jim Harbaugh said he's our Travis Kelsey today. You know who he was talking about? Loveland, I'm sure. Yeah, that's who he was talking about. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he, 
he's a kid that he's an all around player. Now he had a hard, hard time blocking Saturday, but he he's uh, the, the, the threat and the problem, the matchup problems he is anyway, this stuff is a smart player. And you got to look at Michigan. Now there's little things that you got to look at the film. Our players see something. Watch these two guys. I got circled here. They're seeing something, Danny. Look at them pointing. You see them pointing right here? Yeah. What They're are they pointing seeing? at something? They're seeing something. This guy here sees it too. What did our coaches see? What are they feeling? Those that's coaching. That's smart guys. And uh, and and he, you know, and and we, he's got and he knows he's got help over the top. Uh, Johnson does. So he bite. He jumps on this thing. But it, it, you listen. You got to have great athletic ability to make this play. But there's an there's an intelligence thing going on here too. To jump in front of that thing, that's a heck of a play, and that that was the one turnover that was huge, led to six. So I'm I'm putting it on intelligence, coaching, and I I I'm not quite sure. Did we do we believe Benny got a little mid on this thing, Denny? Mm. I don't know if he did or not. It's hard to. It's it, I'm going to take another look at this other angle, but you know, here's the big fella. This kid's really getting better. It's it's hard to tell. I don't know if he nicked it, but in the line of fire, and uh, and that's great job by both of those players. Good stuff here, Danny. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You want to you want to go back to that play? No, I just want to say, you know, like uh, you can't minimize that one. Like the the last interception, obviously sealed the game, but. That got everything going for Michigan, that interception on Ohio State's, you know, third um, uh, offensive series here in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. You know, and it leads to points, man. Yeah, right here. Well, here That's we are. You know, Danny, we got the ball on the six-yard line. We ran it uh, three times now. We're on the one-inch line, and we come out with uh, – we got 89 over here. So, we got – this is old school. Schembeckel's looking down loving this. We got a big tight end here. Uh, we got the big fella in there at uh, – we got uh, Jones over here as a, a right tight end, and then we've got 18 here. Okay, now we're running our ISO, isolation. Okay, correct gap. We're going to – we got to – you got to see how they're lined up to, to know which gap to isolate. So right now the lineman is looking at – our line is seeing how they're lined up. These two guys are seeing which gap are we going to isolate. So Bredesen is reading it, and, and Coram is also feeling it. And which gap is it? They can see that this is the unmanned gap. So that's where Bredesen is looking to get to. And, and look at Coram, though. At the last second, Danny, you, you, this is the stuff this guy does. He's making it look like he's going to turn take this thing out over here. So he gets this linebacker to bite up. Okay, this linebacker, if he feels it and hits this gap, he might have stopped this play. But Corm just put a gave a little pump fake, a little head fake, and now he cuts it back inside, and it's and it's it's ripped in there. But it's it, there's a lot of little things going on there. Uh, nothing easy against the Buckeyes. Ran it four times in there to get in there. Good job by Zinter blocking there. Uh, that's the run game, man. Run game. All right, Denny. I guarantee you, when uh, our, our players came in last Monday. Minter said every single defense we run, we got to know where 18 is. Every time we line up on defense, we got to know where he's at. Where is he? Because everything, so much of what they did, depending on where this kid is lined up. So 
I just want to I want to mention that because I think there's a lot going on here that his impact his his presence is a factor. You know, I mean, here he is making a great play. You know, and he's covered, man. I mean, how, how are you going to beat up Johnson here? He's covered. But I'm just, uh, you know, we've got help. You know, this safety's going to work over. Probably should have got over a little more, a little quicker. But the kid's a great player. He, he, he uh, It's covered, and uh, he made a play. But a lot of what we did is based on uh, wh where he is in the game. Where is he lined up? Because it helps their run game. Big time, it helps their run game. It helps pass game to other players. All right, here we go. First down. This is a first down. Now we're pulling this guard. This linebacker is keying and feeling this guard. Okay, this is a this is our this is the our Travis Kelsey or is that I can't tell which guy that is, but it's first down, Danny. And this is what I loved against Jim Knowles. You got to throw the ball on first down. You got to throw it on first down. So this is scheme. We're pulling our guard. The linebacker is going to vacate because he sees the guard, and we dump it right in there. And that's uh, that's our guy. He's gonna make this kid's gonna make a lot of money, man. Yes, he is. He's a he's a mismatch problem. And this you see you know what I mean by this scheme, Denny? How we're pulling the guard? How that linebacker's going with that guard? He sees Keegan pull, so he's he doesn't know if this is uh, an off tackle play. He ha he has to honor it and step up. So now once he realizes it's passed, it's too late to get out of there. You see that? I do. So that's good. Here's OSU. I got first and 10. Again, first and 10, first and 10. And you're going to, OSU, I got them circled as tough. Anyway, we get the first down, but we're throwing the ball on first down. Got to do it. These are some. Yeah, that was against tendencies, wasn't it, Scar? I, th I mean, it's just, it, it, we have to do it against Jim Knowles. He forces you to do it. He forces you to, to throw the ball on first down. Okay, this is a new formation, I think. I don't remember seeing it so much. I Maybe maybe some of our listeners will, will say, but this has got to be timed up right. This is this is fourth and one down here on, on the, the, you know, the around, what are we at, the 30, uh, 39? And we get enough movement. And Coram just, you know, this is weight room. This is uh, recruiting an athlete. You got to time that jump up just right. And it's just a game of inches, Denny. Look at that thing. But he times it up good. We get enough movement. And we get – but we get good seal down here. There's no penetration off the edge. You know, in the past, we've had our tight ends right on the line of scrimmage. Now, this again, this is a new formation. I don't remember seeing our tight ends off the ball here with the receivers up on the line here. But we had it for this game. Obviously, we run the, the, the pass later with our tight end. But we do seal it pretty good, and we make the first down. How'd you like him diving there, Scar? You like that? I mean, he's you got to secure the ball while you're doing it. You can't because it's not – you know, he can't fumble it there. It's not the goal line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, you're, the thing that I looked at there is that you're, you're putting an awful lot of your faith in the, the, the ref to, to give you the spot there. By jumping, but you know it worked. Yeah. They got it, they got it, but they got it barely. Yeah, our, listen, our tackles, Denny, our tackles. Uh, I thought they did a good job against these two uh, all-American five-star uh, guys, whatever you know. Uh, 
uh, a la Alamui and uh, what's the other kid from uh, Ohio kid? You know, they're two edge guys, whatever. But our tackles did a good enough, respectable job. You know, they overrush. We JJ steps up in the pocket and, you know, does a good job on them. I can't think of their other big edge guy. He was a highly recruited kid. What's his name, Danny? 33. Steel Chambers, maybe. Nah, edge kid. Anyway, here we go now. That was a good job by JJ. But here we go now, fourth and one again. Okay, same formation. Same exact formation. But this time, if these guys are smart, he's off the ball a little more. You know, if I'm a defensive player, why is he off the ball? And, 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 and these guys, you know, they're pretty smart. And, and they actually almost cover this thing. But this mesh point, it matters. So we're, 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 we're meshing it in there. And now we're releasing the tight end. And, and I tell you, their guy did a decent job covering it. Roman, Roman is coming off the ball here. And he kind of, you know, he, I didn't know who they, how, how they were covering it. But Roman kind of gets in the way of a second here of the guy who's covering Loveland. But just enough, he gets out. You know, and, and this is not a, it's not a high risk play. It's not a high risk. The easy, you know, because again, people are so loaded up to stop this run game in here. But when you do this stuff, Denny, once or twice a year, it helps out your, your ability to run the football in there. Yeah. Well, since Michigan was doing nothing but going a million times in a row to uh, Corum at one point, they were going to go off of it and they did right there. Uh, yeah. Mark helping us out. Jack Sawyer, number 33. That's the guy. Sawyer and uh, and uh, the other dude, they were all highly recruited, five-star. You know, my buddies told me, hey, listen, those two clowns were handled. Henderson and, and Barnhart, they were respectable. They were good enough to win against these guys. So here's J.J. All right, here we go, third and ten. We put Roman in, uh, in motion. Now, this guy should be going to New York City, our guy. Look at that pass. Great pass. Great pass. He does it with his legs. Protection's good enough. Or actually, no, we get this kid's, you know, they, they, we, we were fighting over there, man. Henderson, this kid beats him a little bit. But what a pass. Great pass. Nice throw. Uh, I'll just great say job. that there's a, I saw, you know, a few Ohio State fans complaining about the Cornelius Johnson push off towards the line of scrimmage. I don't think they had much of an argument here. But I think the thing that you have to look at with this pass about whether he had possession or not, the official in real time, he has less than a second to take a look at that. I think 99 out of 100 officials would have called that a touchdown. In yeah. the event that it was the 1% of an official who saw that the ball might have been moving and then they went to the replay, I, I think that they may have got the call if you're an Ohio State fan that you want. But I, I do think that it, it had more of a chance to get overruled if it was called an interception than obviously it did on the other side. I know Joel Klatt was talking it up like, you know, and, and, and so, you know, too, as they went through that, you know, with the, uh, the rules and everything else that they, they brought on. But um, yeah, I mean, that the, the thing that you got to remember there is that, you know, replay doesn't do you a lot of help. there talking about securing the ball and whether it's moving or not, but, yeah, I mean, if there's some way that uh, that one time out of 100 that an official calls an interception, you know, it may have stood. That's what I would say about it. Yeah. All right, moving along. 
this is uh, second and one. You gotta you gotta watch as a coach. And Ryan Day, he, he's he's he'll do some courageous things. It's not a risk. It's called waist down for a reason. Okay, second and one. I thought Minter was a little risky here. Um, where's eighteen? Okay, so eighteen is over here, right? So 18's right here. So what's that got to do? Well, it has a lot to do with why this play is successful. So they're not giving any help over here. We're not giving any help on this side of the field. So we got our linebacker in man-to-man on the tight end. And uh, 26 must have did a good job here. I got him circled. But I thought this was a little risky by Minter. Were, uh, or, or he needs, uh, you know, Rolder needs to just soften up and play, and play pass. And realize he's got a lot of they're bringing pressure, but Rolder was late to get out here. You know he should have. Uh, if I got this kid man to man, and I know we're bringing pressure like we are, you know we're bringing five guys, so he should be a little slower to play run and zero in on this guy a little quicker. But he's not getting any help, is my point, because we got extra defense over here because this is where eighteen is. Because this tight end, if we don't, if 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 Rolder doesn't make this play, it's a touchdown. There's nothing behind him. So anyway, that's the impact of 18. You got it? Yeah, Stover's a really good football player. And so after that, he's a big, tough kid. He's a good tight end, man. I know he is. This is uh, Ryan Day now, second and goal. This is tough, man. He puts this guy in motion at the top, guy in in motion at the top. And uh, he gets us, uh, we got a problem. He runs this guy across the formation. They got the mesh point. They got run here uh, with the back. They got quarterback here. Anyway, we don't get there. He gets caught in the wash. Our uh, our safety gets caught in the wash. He can't get there or corner. It's a good scheme. I give Ryan Day credit. This is not easy to defend, man. People want to call him an idiot. That's tough stuff right there. Yeah, I don't know about idiot, you know. That's... Yeah, I get it, but the guy, the guy has some does some good things on offense that are hard to defend, man. So anyway, that's difficult. It's a, it's a, we're really in a bind there. All right, here we go. Got to make plays. You got to make play. I said that on Monday. We got to make plays. Players got to make plays. Coaches can only do so much. Yeah. Again, I got NYC, Daddy. You know what I mean by NYC, right? Yeah, let's go. New York City pizza by the slice. No, this guy, JJ, should be there for the Heisman. That's what I mean. Look at him get outside the defense. And look at his pass. And Kojo making plays. That's what I mean about these guys. In this game, you got to make plays. And that was a great pass, too. This stuff is not coached, man. You don't put this in the playbook. You're going to run for your life. But I got OSU Kojo, big game Kojo. We got big game James, right? That was James Worthy. That's right. We got big game Kojo, man. He plays against the Buckeyes. Look at JJ. Look at this. I mean, Barnhart's he's doing a decent job. He gets outside the defense and he throws a dime. That's making plays. You can't, that's not coaching, man. No. You recruit players, man. All right, look, moving on. That must be really hard too, Scar, because you don't see many. You see, you rarely see that in, on any level where the guy's throwing it down the sideline like that. It almost never happens. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. You know, they they're going to get out of bounds. OSU, they got they got some stuff. They, they kept rotating guys in here, man. These they they got some players in here, man. 
that are uh, 52, better matchup uh, for 33. Like I said, you know, the Penn State guys were a tougher matchup for our tackles, especially for Barnhart. Th this uh, this kid here was a better matchup for him. Sawyer. Sawyer. You know, he's blocking them. But we now, now Zinter gets, uh, I don't know, Zinter overcommitted to an inside move or something here. I'm watching it. And he, uh, yeah, he just he just overcommits to an inside pass pass rush. So, okay, where's eighteen? Here he is. We need some inside push. This is too much time if you're to cover eighteen. We get good outside. The problem with having good outside edge rush sometimes is the quarterback steps up in the pocket. And, and sometimes we'll have a mirror guy. You know, Danny, I'll tell you, sometimes we have a, a guy bull rushing and mirroring so he can come off on the quarterback. Remember I've mentioned that? Yes, you have. This sometimes is we, sometimes we'll have these guys bull rush so they can they can fall off either way. Mason Graham has done that many times. But this time they both they both go outside, outside rushes. And I know there's a big seam up inside the middle of the defense, and he has time to throw that ball. So that's a good play by Johnson to tackle him because that would have been a touchdown if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't uh, let him get up behind him. But anyway, you got to think about those things with your pass rush because anyway, we got a chance to play again. So the kid's a good player. Yes, the kid's is. a great player. I hope he's talking about he – he doesn't know if he's going to go pro. Are you serious? Hey, Did you hear that? Uh, they all say that right now. I mean, he's going to be a top five pick. There's no yeah. way. We need him to leave Columbus. He's, he he gone. These dudes here, Danny, these guys were tough to rush. We had a hard time rushing on these guys unless we stunted, unless we did a you know some scheming. So when we rushed four, we had a hard time getting pressure on them. So I, I've got uh, Sanistro here, and this is a good tackle. And he does it again. All these little things are coached. He doesn't hit him in the helmet, right in the shoulder pads. And the, the, the officials luckily didn't make a call on that because he didn't hit him in the helmet. Good, good job with coaches. And, uh, you know, I always got to point this out because every time I look at this, I always see Michigan guys giving a better effort. Danny, here's a 52 yard field goal. Okay. Yeah. And look at, you know, our guys always give the effort. This, you know, look how hard they're, they're jumping, they're trying. And th their guy misses it. A little later, our guy makes it. So their guy missed the 52-yarder, and our guy made it. All right, here's the orgy package. I, th I thought it was kind of gutsy, but, you know, they've seen this kid do it in practice for so long, so our coaches have faith in him. He, he ran it a little bit at times during the year. But we're running, we're motioning to, to four receivers here, an unbalanced. We're motioning to, we got a tight end here, three and two out, out here. So we're going to have four guys here. So there's a lot of stuff we can run with this. If you, if, if, if Michigan is, if I'm defending Michigan out of this formation, you know, and I, that's why I think we're going to see it against Iowa. You got jet sweep. Okay. We can hand the ball to him on jet. That's what right? I thought was going to happen. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's one option. Yeah, well, he'll he'll reach. We'll block here like this, and then we also got a blocker here on the linebacker, whoever. So we got jet. You got quarterback. You can you can fake the jet, and you can run your quarterback this way, right, Denny? Yeah, you could run the power like we did with JJ. You could you know block down with our tight end. 
and and you know, there's a lot of things you can do with with this. But if if we get if we get the faith in him to throw the football, you know, so these guys have to honor it. They just can't come flying up and you know to stop run. But anyway, we run we run a a a, a, a power counter away from it. So we're gonna pull we pull the backside garden tackle. So anyway, defense must. They must honor the QB jet, just like I talked about. Sweet, strong, inside power, all that stuff. They got to honor all that going this way. Okay, and now what do we do? We run counter tray. We pull backside guard and tackle. And, you know, this play isn't it, – it's actually perfectly blocked because Ohio State does a good job. They're going to bounce it. Their guy is wrong-arming it. And then our, our – and we just block it, man, and, and Orgy reads it. So, you know, the, our uh, Keegan has to read it, and they're wrong-arming here, so he's going to he's gonna try to pin them. And now uh, Henderson has to read that block, and he's going to either kick out, and he's allowing them to kick it out. So Orgy just reads that Henderson block and takes it right up inside there. So it's a great job by all three of those guys. All three of those guys were outstanding. This scheme is outstanding, and uh, he Orgy read it perfectly. But – Again, Denny, when we have the ability for Orgy to throw the ball right here and the coaches are comfortable or throw it here, man, that's a hell of a package to defend now. So, Yeah, you almost feel like against Iowa that he's going to throw the ball when he comes in there because everybody will be playing the run. Well, listen, there's a lot of stuff that's tough to defend that we haven't that I know we have in. I know we got all that stuff in here. Right. Like, like I said, all this stuff is in, man. You got you – got, Again, you got power. We can pull here like we did against Ohio State and lead him through and, and run him right in there. We got Jets. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we that you run off of this this play that they have to honor. So I love it. And uh, he looks like he's, uh, you know, he's been sitting there for a, a hour uh, cold and, and now he looked like he's ready to go. But this guy's got some brass cojones, man. 50-yard kick. Our guy makes it. Look at that weak effort by them. Our guys, I don't know, whatever, man. Our guy makes it, their guy misses. And they are big athletic. Here's another big athletic receiver here. Or that's, no, that's Harrison. You know, we got to get him tackled there. I mean, that that tells you how this kid is a big kid with this kind of athleticism. Again, but maybe Johnson's limping. You know, I don't know how bad his ankle is. But. That kid is a big athletic dude, man. Here's 18 again, impact versus the run. What is his presence? How does it impact the run? Well, we got to honor him. Little bubble screen, he's an impact because we got guys maybe, you know, slow to run support. Got safety's looking to go over the top. You know, safety's looking, you know, looking to go over the top of this thing to worry about this guy instead of flying up there. You, you, you understand, Danny? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so his his presence is is huge on so much of what we do. You know, this is a bad drive for our defense. You know, we talk about having that flat wall, and these the Buckeyes are big, strong, and they make it tough here, man. You know, they're getting movement. They, they, they're blocking us, man. Yeah, this was the response. This was the one that said that you're calling us soft. You say we're not tough, and then on this drive, they said we're going to show you how tough we are. Well, it's because they got some tough guys, Danny. Yeah. You know, I, I wish Roman would have been specific as to which player he was talking about because, 
you know, this this is these are tough football players for Ohio State right here. They're moving us off the ball. About 18. Okay, well, he, he didn't play against him. I thought maybe he was talking about one of their corners or something, but they're you know, they're getting movement here. They're moving this guy, they're they got more pushed out of here a little bit, and then and then they get up on our like, you know, we're not attacking this thing, we need to meet him here. You know, and they get him, they get him blocked. That's not good. That's not Michigan. And we're not lined up here. We're not lined up right. And this is, I'll give Ryan Day credit for this. But he comes to the line, he comes to the line fast before we can get a defense in. And we're, we're confused. Okay. And, and I, Joel Clatt wanted, decided to blame Kenny Grant here. I don't think, I don't know if Joel is right, but I can't say that he's, I can't say he's wrong. I can't say that he's right. So I would just say that our defense is screwed up. It could have been it could have been that because uh, we're running a slant here, a pinch here. We got an A gap player here. Kenny is A gap here. That's where he decides to go. And Joel thought that that was wrong. Uh, I, I don't know that he's wrong. I think maybe Isaiah Stewart's uh, or maybe he's Stewart's supposed to be in here because he's coming off the edge. He's coming here and he's coming here. That looks like a defense that we have run. Now we got every gap covered, but. We got no one in this gap. So for whatever reason, it's not a sound defense because we're, we're not lined up. We're, there's a communication problem. Anyway, Denny, what, what kind of a recruit was Loveland? Uh, recruiting, I got recruiting USA in the world. Jim, Jim goes to Germany. He goes to North Dakota, South Dakota. Uh, I don't. Know, what kind of star was uh, Loveland, you know? Uh, I'm going to say he was a four-star, but heck, you know, maybe he was a three-star. I'll take a look. Uh, it's not that. It's not crucial. But, you know, that's just a great – that's the Michigan recruiting base when we can go up there. And and Jim has uh, shown that. We got guys from Africa. We got guys from Germany and, uh, you know, all over the place. And I got 52 here. What did he do? Oh, he blocks him. He pins this guy in. So you people want to beat up 52, he, he, he makes uh, – he pins this guy in here. So that's a good job by Barnhart. Four star. Goal. He was a four star, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then here's more JJ. He needs to go to New York. What did he do here? He's running around, making it happen. You coach that? Look at that. First down and some. No, you're, you're feeling pretty good watching this response. You oh, know, man. I want that guy on my team, man. I mean, look, the protection's okay. Protection, let's see. He could have, uh, yeah, but if he gets outside, this guy loses contain, man. Good job. Uh, what do we got here? 89. This is a this is a great, this is a great scheme. Uh play call, second and nine, second and eight. You know, and I, 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 I'm not going to keep, uh, you know, people want to talk about Sharon Moore, but let's not forget about the collaboration, Danny, that it still exists. You know, Michael Hart, uh, Grant, Big Grant, and Bellamy, those guys are on that staff. I guarantee you they, they have a big, they're a big role in the collaboration still with some of the play calling and, and how they put the game plan. I just, I believe that. So I'm not going to forget about the other guys that are part of the collaboration. Nothing, taking nothing away from Sharon Moore. I just think that these guys are also part of the club because that's how my staff worked. It was always a collaboration, but he's, he hides it real well. And it's a tight end delay, tough play to defend. The linebackers don't see it. 
you know, I think that it's just it's just well coached, man. So much deception going on here. He and it's uh, very well designed, and this kid makes it happen, secures the ball. Great job. You know, that's a tough throw and it's a tough catch too. Like you don't see like a, there's, there's such a short proximity that he puts it on there. And, you know, a lot of times you see that uh, it's a t- tougher pass to put the touch on. And then it's a, d- a difficult one to, to haul into all of that with that stuff going on. I like it. Yeah. All right, Denny. A lot of things going on here. Yeah. Zinter gets hurt in the meantime. Oh, okay. So here, here we go. Vision. Vision. I said I worked with Freddie Jackson many years at the Michigan camp with the running backs. He always talked about pressing the hole, press the hole. The back has to press the hole and then cut. Press the hole and cut. And I want to I want to compliment again, Michael Hart. Michael Hart. It's not by accident. It's not by coincidence that our running backs secure the ball as well as they do. This guy's worth every nickel. Michael Hart. I hope hopefully he'll get a call to be a head coach. He's a damn good coach. But this is an isolation play. And uh, so Bredesen is going back and forth. They do this so the defense doesn't know where we're going to isolate. And then on the snap of the ball, we're going to run ISO. He fakes that way, and he's coming like we're going to run ISO up here. We're going to isolate this guy. Okay? So what is what – is, uh, what does Corum do? Corum it makes, makes it look like he's going to go in that in that direction, and then at the last second he cuts it back. He cuts it back, and I got this kid circled up here. This guy right here is not uh, he's not playing very smart. He's not coached by uh, by Jay Harbaugh, our secondary coach. We out coached him here. We are our, our guy. Our guys ain't making this mistake. This kid loses leverage. He should be left shoulder. He should be coming up. Everything should be left shoulder for him. He he should not be looking to make a tackle with the right shoulder. He's got all that help over here. So he comes up and he he goes, he takes one step too much inside and and Cora makes him pay. Mm. So this is a unsound defense. This is a, a secondary guy who's overcommitting. This is a running back who set him up. The quorum set him up like he's going this way, and then he cuts it back. So that's that's all. There's a lot going on, and we get a, we get a great block. Oh, that's why I had 52 circle or 77. We get a great block by our uh, our left guard here. He he keeps the contact on this big three technique here, so he can't. You know how we talk about gap and a half, Danny? How our guys punch and come off it, and make a play. Yeah. You know he doesn't he doesn't let this guy come off it to make a play. Keegan stays on him just enough so he cannot come off and make a play. So that's good stuff by a lot of guys there. All right, this is a great job by our safety here. We're, he's in the middle third. Again, this is making plays. What's it down in distance? Not second and nine. This is 28. He's got a middle third, and they're running four, four verticals on us. And this is one of the weaknesses here. They run a guy right down the middle. And this is the player right here, uh, Johnson, Q Joe, right? And he reads it and makes a play. Gets off the He's got the middle third. I believe this is a three deep coverage. So Johnson has a third here. And they're all third players. And But he comes off it. 
And that would have been a completion. He knocks it out of there legally. Great hit. Great play. He's hit, legal hit, um, worked on by coaches, and great job. Players making plays, man. I got this guy. You know who this guy is right here? No, he looks like uh, – no, can't uh, can't spot him. I don't know. Can't re- get a read on him. That's Urban Meyer. <laughs> okay. Here's here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts on this guy. Listen, I'm not beating I'm not beating up Don Brown, but he didn't this guy here, he never faced the defenses that we've been playing the last three years. Uh-uh. We we got a whole different scheme, a whole different philosophy, and it's it's just tougher. It's a tougher, it, we it's better. And we would have been a lot better against this clown if we had this defense. And um I thought he was headed to East Lansing. He's got that green tie on. I don't know. Whatever. But this is a smart player here where he collides with this guy. But this guy here, Jim got his offense matured and finalized and figured out just at the same time this guy got out of town. And we got our defense right. So those are my thoughts for him. (laughs) Anyway, Danny, a lot of stuff going on here, man. This is a well-designed play. Okay, why do you think they ran this with him under center? I'm going to explain it. This is our tight end. This is our Swiss Army knife, number seven. You, this, you know, you want to beat this guy up? He does a lot of things, man. This guy does a lot of things. What's the down and distance? First and ten. This play is run on first down. It's not run on third down. You're running on first down, this halfback pass. Okay? So why did he pitch the ball, Danny? Why do you think they came under center and pitched the ball? Slow developing. No, what, what? that's cheese right there. You see that ball? Yeah. They all see it. They all see the ball. Okay. There's a lot of things that have to happen for this play to be successful. The offensive linemen have to come out with low flat backs, just like they would if they're running sweep. We can't pass. You can't stand up and pass protect. I got low helmets here, right? Yep. You can't stand up or the defense will see it. They'll smell a rat. So you show them the ball. You show all these guys the ball. They see the ball. And what's Donovan doing? He's running forward. Okay, what do a lot of teams do? What did uh, when Penn State ran that 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 throwback last week? Their running back went. He went. He got depth, and he was more lateral and got depth. That's why McGregor should have felt it. But this our guy is getting. He's coming forward, which makes it tougher for them. It they're selling it. We're selling it. So he's running forward. And it really sells it. And then at the last second, he he gets control of the football and he makes the pass. But Danny, there's a lot of a lot of stuff here going on, man. That uh, and this kid makes the dang play. So Loveland is, you know, he's got to come down like he's blocking, right? You just can't release, so they're going to feel it. So he's got to take an inside release like he's blocking down on a five technique or this guy. But so he's he's looking like you know line has got to be low. And he's in Loveland look like he's blocking. And I guarantee you one of these guys had Loveland. But for some reason, this dude way over here recognizes it. And he, he, he finds, or this guy back here, this guy back here. Now I got the wrong dang guy circled. I'm screwed up, Denny. It was the safety. Yeah, I'm screwed up. The safety made way to get him. Anyway, the safety made the play, but that was a well-executed play. 
with from a deception standpoint, helmets were low. Uh, Donovan was running forward. Again, I, I, if he's running backwards or laterally, it, it, it tips off the defense. You know, if you're playing defense and you see this guy going with depth, that's a, that's a tell. In poker, we know what the tell means. If he's running forward, that looks like he's going to run the football. All right, moving along. Good play. That's the little trick, but it's off of something we run. And and this guy here, this again, it gets back to why you win football games, man. We go out and recognize this kid. We, he was at Louisville, Ann Arbor kid. He makes it, man. He makes another kick. Kid was outstanding. Outstanding pickup. This guy's no stiff. This quarterback is uh he did some good things. It's a hell of a throw. Yeah, it was. Uh, there's Ryan Day again doing some things. Here's 18. He puts our linebacker in a bind. This I don't think this is a good defense. I, I don't I don't see how the hell we're going to cover this. I think I think Junior might have sat in here a little too long. He should, probably should widen out if they're if they're in a zone underneath it and feel this crosser. But either way, this is uh, Harrison. Yeah, and that's you got no answer for that. So uh, this is a, a predictable formation, in my opinion, but we were successful with it. Uh, we ran it. I think we ran this uh, once or twice this year. But, Danny, if I'm defending Michigan and they got 20 here and seven here, I know the play is coming this way because we're not going to have Donovan Edwards block. You follow me? Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, we know that Mullings will knock a linebacker's head off. But they're not, Donovan Edwards is not going to do that. Um, I'd like to see this run with uh, well, but, but then again, if you got Donovan in the game, you got some things he can do. You can wheel him out, you know. However, they line up, you can have him, you know, use the pass game with him. But anyway, we we, we run this play real good. It's basically just kind of a power because we're we're blocking down here and we're pulling our we're pulling our near side guard, and Keegan gets a nice kick out and Mullings lead through on the linebacker and rip it in there good for a first down. But my point is the formation, if I'm defending Michigan here, you know, I'm really, uh, I'm uh, from a run standpoint, I'm thinking it's a right-handed uh, football team in this, with this, these two guys with 20 here. This is not a left-handed team here. It's a, you know what I mean by that? 20-handed. So you run that with, with Corum in the game, you have Corum block for Mullings. Now they could go left and right is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's a designed. Um, this is a great, great job. Okay, number six made that play on uh, Loveland a second back. He's a safety, right, Denny? Yeah, number right? six. Yep. Yeah, he made the play on Loveland on the halfback pass, right? Okay, this is a designed inside run. Different game. Uh, okay, we're just a different team with this guy than we were last year. Quorum in here. Anyway, we're blocking this play. This play is designed to go inside. All right, this is how we're blocking it. It's kind of like an ISO. We're blocking out with our tight end, and we have – he's going to lead through, and Corum is supposed to run that thing in there. Okay, but he sees that they got a stiff out there that loses contain. 
Danny, this is why you this is why you run formations. Okay, this is why you run seven linemen. You run, you shift from unbalanced. You do all that stuff. I'm going to show you why. Okay, we got a we got an, an unbalanced formation. We got a lot of dudes over here, right? So, this these are tight ends. These are big guys. Their adjustment is to bring some little soft safety in here. This guy's a safety number six. Okay, I don't. If I'm playing defense, I don't want this guy taking on tight ends. So sometimes when you when you come out with some of these formations, their adjustment gives you an advantage. You we ran this formation for one thing. This guy, you follow. Our coaches may have realized that this is how they're going to line up, and now we got a little little safety up here playing at the line of scrimmage. I, I want safeties back here. I don't want them playing at the line of scrimmage, taking on tight ends. So anyway, he's not good at it. He, he loses contain. Coram makes him pay. And uh, there you go. That's coaching. And that's a player. And that's coaching. All right, what do we got here? A couple more plays. Yeah, a couple more plays. That's the ball game. Four, uh, four pressure with a stunt. We, we, we're able to get pressure, in, in my opinion, with when we stunted. But just straight up rushing, we didn't get much at all. Here's uh, Graham and Moore getting some pressure here. The kid makes a throw, though, man. God, still makes a throw. You know, if, if I'm playing defense here, I don't know, man. If I'm, if I'm this guy and I have a flat – I might I might be uh, a little deeper knowing uh, you know where 18 is, but we anyway we let him throw it over there. The hell with this little short stuff. I would be breaking on, not letting them do that at, at this time in the game. But we we allow it. You know, Denny, you you work on hurry hurry offense, but you also work on hurry hurry defense, getting lined up quickly. Hurry hurry is end of the game stuff. You know, running fast, running plays fast. That's what we used to call it. But we're not lined up here. We're screwed up. We give him a gift. You know, he's got too much time to throw. We're not lined up. So this is a mistake by Minter and our coaches not getting it in in time. You see Graham running around here? Yeah, they weren't ready. No, it's a gift. There's no – no. Uh, and, that, you know, this is a catch. Because if it was – if he fumbled it and our guy got it, I would be expecting the ball. So it's a good call. And now here we are. We get we get ex, we stunt. We get great execution here. And this is an Ohio guy making this catch, so that's got to be great. But we do a good job uh, executing this stunt. And uh, Harold knocks a guard over and makes a play. And, and great job by Moore. And we're celebrating, man. Don't get no better than that. Doesn't get no better than that, man. And Danny, I got one one more little uh, shout out to Big Ben Herbert. What's this play got to do with Ben Herbert? Watch, watch what uh, Harold does to Big Seventy Four. Just knocks him over. That kid needs to get on the leg press a little bit, huh? Seventy Four. Yeah, I gotta say, Scott. I don't know if anybody else was was thinking this, but. I saw the the fumble. I may have looked away for a second, and then I looked at the TV, and they had that there was a flag down, and I thought that they were going to call a hero for a late hit here. Well, no, you know, Denny, here it is again. This is the coaching. This is the stuff Elston works on. This is the stuff they work on. Look how he engages this kid. 
I mean, look how he engages him. He, he, he engages him low. And then, again, back in my day, we would have face-planted this kid. Right. He has to roll down and gently lay the guy down. That's terrible, but that's what you got to do now. Yeah. You know, look at how he's got to engage this quarterback. I would have gone right for the head. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just telling you. And he has to go down here by his rib cage, and then he's got to lay him down. Terrible. Anyway, that's that. And um, we're good, Denny. We're good. Yeah, great, great win. Tip of the cap, you know, great defense there. The offense did their job. Turner and Doman, uh, Turner three for three, field goals, 52 yard average. Doman laying them on inside the five, two. Huge. Uh, you know, it's uh, that was a win for the ages. You know, uh, with everything that was going on there, Ohio State wins this one, man. It was going to be a, uh, it was going to be rough for Michigan, and yet uh, now here they are. Everything's still in front of them. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I, you know, I can't, I, you know, I can sit around talking about this game, you know, uh, all day. It's great. Yeah, great. total, total, total team effort. Everybody contributed, and uh, and this is why you have to have great recruiting and great depth. And develop it because we got guys banged up, and uh, we're going to need new bodies and uh, to step up for this game. And uh, and uh, and things are great, man. And all those recruits were at that game. Underwood was at that game. I watched him. Uh, what a great football game uh, yesterday with Belleville and uh, and Southfield AT and T. Denny, uh, there's a there's a Michigan connection. Alex Marshall, the old great Michigan outside linebacker. He's re, he's related somehow to that quarterback at AT and T and the coach. I ran into him watching those guys play uh, last year. But uh, great game with Southfield, a lot of and then Bryce Underwood with Belleville, and we got the the you know the the running back linebacker Beasley. Yeah, I just love what good high school stuff and uh, Michigan's rolling. Denny, I'm fired up, man. I can't. I'm just too. I'm fired up. Everything's rolling. Harbaugh's back. We got four back in the lineup, baby. Four is going to be leading them out, so all is all is good in the hood. Scar, what what do your friends say about recruiting Ohio? You know, Michigan's going after uh, Underwood and everything. Hopefully, they're able to get them. Do they need to go down to the Buckeye State and you know pull some players out of there or what? I mean, we go in there. You got to be good players, though. We got to go everywhere. You know, I mean, I don't know what our uh, I don't know what our our top forty six. I don't even know what our roster is, but. Uh, I know I played, Denny, I played just as hard as a guy from Michigan when we played Ohio State, Iowa, or Michigan State. I know some guys think that, you know, if you're from Ohio, somehow you play harder against the Buckeyes. I, I don't know. I, I played everything I had for every game. So, But some people believe that narrative. I, I, I they, they, got, they got it right to their opinion. You know, David makes the point about the party on the field. Man, I – I saw so many pictures and, you know, that's part of it. You know, you, if you had a friend there getting out on the field and, and, and taking pictures, man, those are once in a lifetime type opportunities. Uh, it was a great scene. Really was. It's a, it's a great win, great scene. And it's going to be felt um, for a long time, man, this game will be talked about, especially considering, you know, now everything's changing with college football and uh, to be able to get it done like they did just, very special tip of the cap to Michigan football for being able to get that W huge. Great job. All right, Denny. 
We'll be ready to roll after the game, baby. I can't wait, Scar. Go get them Hawkeyes. Go blue. There he is, Jim Scar.